At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. 
Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, eight days a week. Although there is some talk it will not be eight days a week after after this week, but who knows? We are in to Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Now, it'll be very interesting. All right, now this is a test, and I'm going to explain why this Sunday podcast is a test in a moment, but uh, we are here. You know you you found the show. We thank you for that. You've supported the show. You've gone to Cameo.com. You've asked for a uh, request. You've gotten that. Uh, we've completed all of them as requested, and, and you follow the show on social media for that. We thank you. We are joined yet again, for better or worse, by David Gascon, who's right over there. I'm here. I'm here. I'm, it's it's the yeah. day before the rest of the Denver Broncos roster falls into IR. Yeah. It is. Well, that's your mistake for picking the Broncos as your team. <laughs> Bad job by you. Man. Shame on you. You should be a, a L.A. Rams fan. Eh? Opening up a brand new billion-dollar stadium with nobody in the crowd. That's why you build a billion-dollar stadium. They could have been playing in an empty field somewhere, but they'll play the Cowboys Tonight, tonight, uh, tonight. And, and I heard a dirty rumor, and it was from an old colleague of ours who who said to me in confidence that um, a certain company that he used to work for that we might be affiliated with has a, a nice luxury box suite. There. Oh, is that true? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, you know what? That person might or might not have texted me, and I said, I do not know. Oh yeah, I, I say I do do not know, and uh, so that is true. There is a, a nice big uh, luxury suite, but, but that's not going to be used, though, right? That's not going to be uh, yeah. no. But um, you know, you were you were wrongfully rejected last season by them for credentials, and I'm I'm hoping that you can get on the good graces this year for them, and maybe you know, kind of squeeze us through the. Uh... Yeah, you know it, it's. It's crazy because this this weekend I was supposed to go to watch the Dodgers and the Astros. That's right. Right. And uh, so had plans on Saturday. I thought the Dodgers were playing on Friday night against the Astros. They were not. Yeah. Uh, usually always play on Friday, but this is a wonky 2020. And so they had the day off as a travel day. I guess they were traveling by stagecoach back from, from Arizona um, and, and all that. So uh, – I would have gone on Friday. I had no plans. Saturday, I had plans with the wife. And then Sunday, I was going to go. But the problem, the problem here, uh, it turned out that uh, the NFL starting, obviously, today. So, I'm like, I can't do that. I got I to watch football. That's where the, 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 the bread is buttered here. Yeah. It's a brand so, new year. You got, uh, you, we had Mahomes and, and your boy Deshaun Watson on primetime Thursday night. And, uh Man, I it just it sucks for watching college football yesterday because you know you got to two fifths of the conferences in the Power Five not playing in the Big Ten and the Pac twelve, but at least at the NFL it is full speed ahead with thirty two teams going at it warp speed That's warp right. speed and the big test here, and we'll talk about this. I know it'll be talked about a lot. The health check on the NFL. What will the ratings be today? The first Sunday of the NFL season, will the ratings go up? Will they stay the same? Will they flatline? Will they go down? Um, And whatever the result of that is, 
will be spin, 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 spin. If the ratings go up, there'll be the I told you so. See, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares about the activism. Uh, see, the ratings are up. Football's bulletproof. If the ratings stay the same, they'll say, well, see, none of this really hurt the NFL. They've got the same audience they had before. And if the ratings go down, oh, then it's on. All right. Then it's on if the ratings go down. So with you being a, a, a huge football fan and, and this being part of our occupation, let's just say, for example, you're a director. If you're yeah. a director, how do you navigate your, your, your videographers and your camera crew? Do you have them? looking at any kind of activism or do you have them shoot away from any of that stuff immediately well listen uh if i was doing it i would ignore all of it but the people that work in television your profession gascon uh my sense of tv people is they will focus on they will look for that yeah they'll tell their the director will tell the camera people all right if you see anyone make some kind of gesture or, you know, we need that. We need that shot. You know, <laughs> we got to get that shot. Like, I, I just imagine watching it. It's like watching the NBA uh, on TV. Like, ESPN is worse than TNT with the activism coverage. But TNT does it, too. But ESPN is just nonstop with it. Uh, when you watch the NBA and you try to uh, avoid that, it, they just, you know, when there's a, a, a lull in the broadcast, what do they do? They talk about the activism stuff. Right. So... We'll see what it'll be. Baseball, I thought, has done a pretty good job. I watch a lot of the baseball games, different teams around the country, and I flip around, and I haven't heard too much of it in baseball. Uh, so, and, and certainly on radio, though, like the local radio broadcast, they're just talking about the game. They're not worried about any of that stuff. So that's that that's cool. But, yeah, network TV, whew, man, it's been, do been you, over the top. Well, because you went on a trip a, a week or two ago, but do you listen to any radio broadcasts outside of the Dodgers? Uh, I, I do. It's harder now. I, I used to have an app uh, that had all the games and I could just flip around. It's more difficult now because you – you know, there's paywalls and things like that. But uh, <laughs> but I've still found a way. You know, there are where there's a will, there's a way uh, if you want to hear something. So I have I've heard some, but I, I've not heard as many as, as I had in years past. But I still I still listen. I, and actually, a lot of it's on television also. So Well, good. Uh, good news for you and good news yeah. for me. Um, had a nice, lovely letter that was sent to me the other day. It says, uh the fifth hour with Ben Maller, one star, great content, horrible sound. I know, yeah, yes. I'm glad. <laughs> now we should have addressed this earlier, but we had big name guests on and other things that we were getting to. But uh, yeah, uh, I want to thank you, Gascon, because you know one of my goals is when I do the show, I just like, all right, I want to have a smooth show. When I do a radio show, I don't want the boss calling, right? Don't want the boss calling. Don't want that wake up call when I'm trying to sleep. Hey, uh, Ben, when you get up, give me a call. We've got to talk about something. Don't want that. Right, and then I love when you you come in here and you do the podcast, and you're you're slaving away for several hours. You do the podcast, and then you know the podcast airs, and you go and check your your inbox, and it's hey, uh, I couldn't hear, couldn't hear you. You sounded like you had you, you had uh, like a some kind of metal clanking or what? I mean, it's nonstop, nonstop. And it was like, oh my god, you know, they were killing you, Gascon. They were just out to get you, but it was it was brutal. Yeah, it was it was amazing. I, you know, I, I don't correct me if I'm wrong on this, but if you all have, right, you're wrong. If you have a, a a problem with your car or your cell phone, for example, and there's something not right with it, yeah, you take it to a mechanic or a technician. You usually say, hey, there's something wrong with this. Can you? 
Can you do me a favor? Can you look at this and can you can you diagnose the problem and fix it for me? Yeah. You don't go into the mechanic's shop or into the technician's workplace and just say, I can't hear anything. What the fuck is this? There's something wrong with this. Do your fucking job. Yes. Like, you know, like if you want something, I think it's yeah. more civil just to acknowledge, hey, you have a potential problem. Yeah. You might want to look at this. Like like Jay Scoop, for example, great guy, sent me a DM and was like, hey, just a heads up. There's something yeah. wrong with, with Ben's audio. Yeah. You might want to look at it. And I said, not a problem. And so like our like once we load up audio, it goes into the ether, but then there's you got the back channels which handle all of this. So like MP3s, MP4s, yeah, all the technical yeah. bullshit. Well, there, there's a lot of filters also. There's a, yeah. yeah, we we actually sound very high pitched without the filters. Right. So, yeah. A little bit different. So yeah. people were taking thing, things out of the studio and I was, you know, kind of running with one leg. At a time. Uh, let me, hold on a sec. Wait, wait. Let me get my uh, my uh, violin out here so I can play some some music. No, but right. I'm saying that <laughs> yeah. impacted your sound. So, I, I, well, well, and I just want to point out, I use the same. I, I'm in the remote studio here, yes. so I have the same equipment that I use for the radio show. Yeah. That I use for the podcast. It's right. no different. I come into the same studio. I turn the same equipment on. I have to, you know, the same routine, and, and that's it. So I. It's I nothing. I don't touch any of these. I got a bunch of knobs and a bunch of buttons and all this crap. <laughs> I don't even know what half this this shit does. But I I don't touch it. I don't. I never touch it because right. I don't, I want the same sound. It's set up the right way, and so I just leave it. Right. So this was on the processing end. Yes, uh, because yeah. all your audio gets processed here, and then it gets filtered into some some software for recording purposes. So when they pull that stuff out. And I can't do shit about it. In fact, when we were recording last week, in fact, I don't know if you remember this, but my microphone died because a processor like burned out. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. well, that's actually because the mic realized that you yes. were from west of the 405, yes. and the mic's like, screw this. Yeah. What are we doing yeah. with this guy? I don't yeah. know if you can really tell what the 405 is anymore. It's covered in ash. But uh... Oh, stop. Listen. <laughs> How about those of us that live closer to the actual belly of the beast with the fire? Man, right? man, the, the, <laughs> I mean, don't start with that. It, Jeez. It, if you took a, um, a red marker and you decide to tag California with fires, yeah. the entire state would be just covered in red marker. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so bad. How bad is it? It's smo- so bad that I believe Smokey the Bear is quitting. He's just overwhelmed. Smokey the Bear is overwhelmed, and he's ready to just quit. He's I can't handle it anymore. It is I'm wild. Done. When you posted that picture the other day about your car being covered in ash, yeah, it was. I could imagine like that's no joke because then you go outside and you smell it and you can't get away from it. Well, no, I said the other day on the radio, like I, I get up, I have my routine. I get up and I go. For, you know, I've called you sometimes. I'm on this long walk around, uh, you know, like a, a urban hiking or whatever, and uh, I, I go out every day when I wake up and. The other day, I couldn't. I couldn't. It was. I could see the the thick pieces of ash raining down. It, I. It was wild, Man. and uh, the whole the ground looked like there was confetti, black and right. gray and white confetti all over the place. The car was completely covered. So you know what I'm going to do when this ends. I'm going to Home Depot or Lowe's. Maybe I'll go to the Lowe's in Beaver Creek, Ohio, and I'll get <laughs> one of those you know those uh, electric air blowers. You know, and I, I always wanted to have one of those anyway, and I'm going to buy one, and I'm just going to I'm going to put all the ash. I'm going to blow it all away. Is what I'm <laughs> off off the that's my plan. I'm excited about that actually. 
course, the fires might end by maybe December if I'm lucky. Because it never rains in California, so we don't have that to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, so here's the thing. Yeah, the, the the fires will be gone, but then we'll have no water. So we'll be in a drought because we used all of our water up in the state. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. That's well, it doesn't matter because the state's not it's never going to be open, as the Babylon Bee said, until they find a cure for death. Yes. <laughs> it, I did see, though, that restaurants in New York are opening up again at the end of the month. Does that mean California's going to open up? I don't know. Yeah, I, so uh, de Blasio got overruled by Governor Cuomo with uh, regards to the restaurants because he wanted to keep those closed until 2021, at least the summer of that. Really? Yeah. Uh, wow. And then there were articles that stated that that uh, city mandated gyms that were used for municipal workers were open, but not public gyms. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I know you got the governor here that has his winery open. You got speaker of the house who has her salon open privately for her. Yes. But don't know. She got, (laughs) this is great. She, she was set up, you know, yeah, just obviously. like the uh, when the the police do the uh, the, the, the same operation. thing. Yeah, sting operations. <laughs> they you know, imagine that. Does that defense work, Judge? I'm sorry. Remember Marion Barry? Probably not. The the mayor of Washington D.C. He got caught the same way. A sting operation, smoking crack cocaine. Oh, that's right. And uh, yeah, oh, I was a setup. You know, <laughs> like, you know, Man. come on. They call that entrapment, right? Oh, that is wild. Nancy Pelosi. I give her credit. She's so over the top, man. And and they don't even ask her. on. She does interviews. They don't even bring it up. Yeah. Like, well, she just like, dismisses them. I appreciate your question, but that's not something that's important to me right now. <laughs> just outstanding. It's great. And you know uh, what, though? We're all fucking yeah. idiots for voting for these people anyway. <laughs> I, I'll speak for yourself. Well, yeah, both sides for that matter. All right. Anyway, uh, we have the mailbag. Yes. Yeah. Are we ready for the mailbag? These are actual listener questions. We, You guys have been great on, on the Facebook page. Ben Maller Show. Also, you can email us at realfifthhour at gmail.com. Com. And so let's go quickly, Gascon, because we have a ton of questions here. We have uh, more and more every week. The podcast getting uh, popular, which I guess is good for us. Uh, I, I mentioned, though, before I get into the mailbag, so this is a test, right? We do it eight days a week now, but we were thinking because of the NFL, the downloads are not going to be great on Sunday. So if they're not great, why would we do it? You know, because if people are busy watching football and they're not going to be listening to the podcast, so we're gonna we're gonna test this out and see what the numbers are. And if the numbers do go down dramatically uh, for the Sunday podcast, then we will just do Friday and Saturday, and you know we'll we'll do Benny versus the Penny on the on the YouTube, which we've got, which we're excited about. Yeah, and uh, and we'll keep that, and then we'll after football we'll bring back the the. The Sunday podcast. So it's really dependent on if the downloads either stay the same or go up. If they go down, then we'll pull the plug. And, yes. And, and don't forget, though, because people that email you do so on the Facebook page, we're actually going to have a link for the YouTube show on the Facebook page as well. Yeah. And I'll tweet it out. We'll have it on. Uh, I don't know how to put it on Instagram. Can we put it on Instagram? I'll I'll try to put it on all the different platforms so you can uh, you can check that. If you missed the, the show on Friday... In future weeks, and we we've settled in at five thirty Eastern, two thirty Pacific. Is that right, Gascon? But but it doesn't really matter. You, you can watch it live, or you can watch the rebroadcast, yeah. which is the cool thing about the internet. So whenever it'll be up after the show, quickly after the show ends, right? Yeah. Yes. Week week two is the only one that I we can't do at that time because I get called into the studios here at Geico Fox Sports Radio. 
Oh, but uh, outside that, yes, two thirty is. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. So we're not doing it on week two. We're not doing it. No, this, we are this, just this, not not two thirty. Well, what time are we doing it? At? We'll do it uh, whenever I get home. So like an hour after that. Oh man, I mean that's my schedule. Here. You're gonna you're gonna screw up my schedule, here, cowboy. My I mean, boss has called me in here. What do you what do you what do you want? Well, I mean, what about me, man? I mean, come on, can't you do multitask and do two things at the same time? You got you got Bella to keep you company for a good hour. The bells, hell's bells. I got it right. Can you hour. even walk her outside right now with the state on fire? No, no, I don't usually walk her. She, she, we got a doggy door, so she goes out the doggy door sometimes, oh, but uh, takes care of her business. All right, uh, let's get to the mailbag. Carlos in Bang Bang Houston, Texas, writes in. He says, "Did you shed a tear when Blair was singing you that song?" Don't lie, uh, Carlos says. And what is the origin story of the great genie in Medford? Well, Carlos, uh, good questions. First of all, I was. Taken aback by Blair. Blair did decide to do some acapella singing uh, for me. It's his final, it was his final week calling the show. I believe he will pop up from time to time. I think Blair will come back to the show uh, at some point. I don't think he's gone forever. Uh, he'll check in and say, hey, I'm still here. And Pete in Pittsburgh uh, quit the show years ago, but he still calls like once every six months when he goes out on a bender and he'll call up and give us. Give us an update and things. So, uh, but yeah, it was it was odd. And Jeannie in Medford, uh, the story's been well documented here, but she's the greatest caller in the history of Sports Talk Radio on the overnight. And she started calling the show because she got in trouble. She got arrested for calling 911, and she just wanted someone to talk to. She was lonely. And she called the 911 operator in Medford, Oregon, and they were annoyed, so they called, you know, they, they were police, and they called the cops out and arrested her. Or whatever, and uh, so they told her, "Listen, if you're alone, call call the radio. There are people there at the radio station. They'll take your call." So she somehow found our show on the radio there in Medford, Oregon, and she started calling. And she called for probably around ten years, maybe a little less than that. But yeah, that's the legend of Jeannie and Medford. I thought she was—I didn't think she was real. I thought she was uh, she was fake, but she's real. Uh, Brian in Boston writes in and says, if it had worked out at WEI in Boston, would you have moved here? Uh, you and Callahan would have been awesome. Well, uh, Brian, thank you. Uh, I did have an offer from WEI, uh, but it didn't work out. The financials didn't work out. And um, also the wife, uh, she has a good job in in California, so we were looking at that, and uh, it didn't work out. But I love Boston and I would love to work in that market uh, at some point here. So you never know down the line, uh, things change. And if California keeps going the way it's going, I think my wife will be more willing to relocate. So <laughs> so I guess, Brian, cheer for the continued downgrade of California, and then I can uh, convince her to go to a place like Boston and and do that. But, uh, but yeah, that, they were great to me. And I'd still be working there doing some shows remotely if it hadn't been you know for the Sports Hub picking up uh, the overnight show. I think if you're migrating anywhere, I think you're going to Florida next. Why Florida? I just see you going there. Why? No taxes, no yeah. no state income tax. Yeah, t- I would say Texas or Florida. 
Like fuck, uh, man, Massachusetts. I, I love Boston I too, but damn, you go from well, California no, no, to no, 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 no. My guys at EEI were telling me you live in Vermont or New Hampshire. Oh, that's the move. You get yeah, you, that's Arnie. the move. That's a, that's a workaround for the taxes. All right. Yeah, yeah. You know, no. Uh, several of the guys at EEI were telling me when I was back there, they were like, "Hey, yeah, you know, we live over here. I drive in. It's not that bad a commute. You know, if you're off hours, it's not that bad." And the taxes are amazing oh. compared to, to Massachusetts. So, yeah. yeah, I would not live in Massachusetts. I would live somehow out in the sticks <laughs> and then drive in. Yeah. That, would be, that would be my move. Uh, John the Jailer writes in from Allentown, Pennsylvania. He says, Ben and Gascon, would you rather be peed, pooped, or vomited on? All right, Gascon, your thought. I know you've had all three in your life, but which one was your favorite? Yeah, I've, I've vomited on myself. Um, uh-huh. I think you'd have to go with the less toxic I think you have to go with urine, right? Uh, I would agree with you, and I think for most uh, most people, at some point, you've you know had issues when you were potty training as a kid. Yeah. You probably urinated on yourself anyway. Yeah, well, you probably pooped on yourself anyway, also. But I I would say uh, the lesser of the three evils would be. I hope Doc Mike doesn't hear this. <laughs> the, the the urine. Yeah. So that would be the. No problem. Uh, Billy from uh, Las Vegas slash Chicago, Louisville, Charlotte, who was born in Virginia Beach. He says, I'm the guy who calls in from time to time, who's grinding hard to get into the sports media industry. I know who you are, Billy. I love your passion, man. You've been calling me up. You're hustling. You're you're willing to relocate, move all over, pack your stuff up, be, be a vagabond, a, a radio hobo. To try to make it in the business. And I respect the hard work, man. That's a good job by you. All right. So he says, what's the hardest part of preparing for a radio show? Have you ever not prepared for a show and went on live? If so, how did the show turn out? Uh, Well, Billy, to me, the hardest part is the preparation for the show. The the show itself is actually pretty easy. Um, Comparison. I'm obsessive. I learned from, we've had Hacksaw on a couple times. I learned from Hacksaw how to prepare a radio show and uh, I do spend a lot of time and I the, my, the hardest part for me is to try to find you know I, I try to do each hour different a lot of guys do one hour and they're lazy and they just repeat the one hour and they get away with it and people like it whatever I, I try to do each hour different try to mold it differently and so I try to find four things that interest me that are worthy of a monologue like I, I can riff for 10 minutes or so on and that to me is the hardest part because it's I usually will find two or three. It's that last one that I often have a problem with. Like, because I, I want it to be good, and I and I was like, I can't find something. I'm like, ah, so I know I'm good for two or three a day, but that last one seems to be a problem. And as far as showing up and doing the show without preparation, I have done it a few times over the years because of uh, you know, a, a family commitment, or I was called in at the last minute, and uh, yeah, I, I, surprisingly, I, I thought they were they were okay. Uh, I just think they can be better. You know, I think they can be better. And so if, if somebody, as I've often said, one of the, the, the mantras here, not to be a blowhard, is that if somebody gives you their time to listen to the show, they can listen to a bunch of other stuff, especially now with all these podcasts and music and all that. If they're going to give you their attention, if you're you listening, then I want to do a good show. I don't want to do a half-assed show. I don't want to roll out of bed and you know, a lot of these guys will read whatever's on ESPN.com's front page or whatever, and they, they'll run with it. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, but my life would be a lot easier if I was that guy. So, uh, Pierre in Springfield, Massachusetts, writes in. He says, who is the biggest narcissist, Gagon or Brian Finley? 
Uh, he says, last time I checked, it's the Ben Maller Show or the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. If they were a WWE tag team, they'd be known as the Hijackers. That's all. Oh, this is a great one. Gagon or Finley? Who is the bigger narcissist? Well, congratulations to, to David Gascon. You win. You beat out Oakley Dokley Do. Brian Finley, so you win the golden ticket. Congratulations! How is that even possible? Well, you're well, you're both. Well, actually, Finley's from San Diego, so he's not west of the 405 because the 405 ends before San Diego. Uh, but he has a lot. He does, I think, live west of the 405 when he's in LA. He's got a place that he stays at. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you're the bigger, you're the much bigger narcissist. You are, but you both hijack the show. That's true. You think I hijack your show? Yeah. Oh, you do. Really? Yeah, the uh, cook the steak. Uh, what's up with that? You know all the uh, all the things you do to annoy me. Oh, that's a long list. You get rather annoyed pretty fast over some uh, stupid shit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. All right, Sir Scratchoff writes in from Arkansas. He says, "Why don't they let Eddie do the show when you're on vacation?" Mm. There you go. Good so question. He, uh, well, there's a couple things I can say, Sir Scratchoff. First of all. I appreciate you giving me the title as the executive program director of Fox Sports Radio. That's actually Scott Shapiro oh. that has that title. I do not have that title. Uh, and then I don't make those decisions. Mm. When I'm not on the schedule, I have nothing to do with who's on the air. I have zero to do. I wish I did. That would be nice, but I don't. And I think also Eddie would probably have to be proactive on that, right, uh, Gascon, that you have to – say, hey, I'd like to do this, and then they have to approve it and all that stuff. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm, that's not one that I'd be able to answer. Do you do you advocate for anyone to fill in for you? Uh, if I'm asked, yeah. If I, they say, hey, I got you know a couple options here, I'll say, oh, yeah, I'd like, rather have this person. Mm. But they don't ask. They almost never ask. Not at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't remember the last time they asked, hey, uh, would you rather work with this person? No, no, let's just put the schedule out. And they know I'll usually do it no matter what. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. Uh, Jesse from Pomona writes in, in SoCal. He says, my question this week is easy. Would you rather have the Lakers never win another championship again or the Major League Baseball commissioner strip the Astros of their tainted championship and give it up to the Dodgers? Uh, that's, uh, that's a good question. This is a Sophie's Choice situation. All right, so here's the way I'm going to answer this. Now, in the moment, you got the micro and the macro. So, first of all, in the micro, I would obviously say I'd rather have the Astros championship pulled, the tainted championship, the dirty championship. But if you look at the macro, the rest of my life, which I hope is a fair amount of time, all of these people that are like Gascon over there, Laker fanboys, <laughs> the historians, to never see them enjoy another championship. And I'm guessing the Clips will win at least one or two the rest of my life. So, uh, that would be awesome. That I would take that. No more Laker championships. Because the, the way I look at it, the Dodgers are going to win the World Series also. They're going to win one. And I can continue to bash the Astros, which is great material for the radio show. So that's a win-win. So, Jesse, you probably thought I was going to take the Astros, but no. If you can guarantee me right now the Lakers never win another championship, I'm in. Sign me up for that. Where do I sign the paperwork? Let's cross the T's, dot the I's right now. Come on. Plus, you don't want to take a title from from somebody else. You don't want to have that strip. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, you'd rather just void. I, I I don't think the Dodgers should be given the title, but they should be. It should be voided. Yeah, it'd be and just like, have it blank. It'd be like yeah. if Vince Young won the Heisman Trophy after you know Reggie Bush had it stripped from him. Like I wouldn't want that. Would you? No, you know, retroactively is 
bullshit yeah. is what it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jason in Rocky Mountain, Virginia writes in. He says, uh, Big Ben, can you now admit that you, Darvish, is an excellent pitcher? Fuck. It might be, it might be the NL Cy Young. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, Jason, listen, I'm happy you, Darvish, is pitching well for the Chicago Cubs. He has been amazing. Good for him. Uh, and I, I do feel somewhat... Um, I don't know that guilt is the right word. I don't think guilt's the right word, but I, I realized that when I was at Game Seven and you Darvish uh, pooped pooped the bed, that there were reasons he pooped the bed. I do believe the Astros were stealing signs, home and road, home and road. I believe that to be true. Um, and baseball did a, a shoddy investigation and, and only went halfway with the, the information that they had. Uh, they had more. They chose not to go with it. I imagine that'll come out in the years to come. But anyway, nonetheless, I digress. You uh, Darvis has pitched very well, and he's got to he's got to be the favorite with a like twenty days to go for this Fugazi Cy Young Award. So I, I can't really excellent. You know, it's like, I don't know. He's had a good year, but it's not even a full year. And if you had a full year, then it's a more legit year. But he's played well. I good don't know. Him. Like Jake Arrieta won the Cy Young that one year. It was like what 2016 when he had a good half season. <laughs> took it away from yeah. like, Kershaw and Granke, who were well, both pitching for the Dodgers. Half a season's three months. This is two months. I right? know. But yeah. he's been pretty fucking good. He's been dominant. No, he's been great. Yeah. Hey, listen, I've won some money with you, Darvish. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm not going to complain. I'm not. Uh, I ripped the guy uh, at Bloom to Smithereens uh, years ago, but uh, we move on. All right, Chris in Michigan. He says, which league will be the first to have their TV deal revisited by their network partner? Interesting to see which leagues are being forced to take a haircut based on their latest ratings and ad buys. All right, so that's from Chris. Uh, you know, that's a that's a tough one because the TV business is seemingly in in lockstep. A lot of the people who work in television are in lockstep with this. So, uh, but but you do have bills to pay and you have agreements and you know it's kind of like when you buy a house and you pay too much money for it and then the the price tanks and then you're still paying the price the house is underwater these tv deals if this continues with a global recession these tv deals become underwater now i remember i used to have a, a friend of mine who was a big uh, guy at abc years ago and they had monday night football and he would always say that the network looked at that they didn't make money on monday night football this is before espn the games went to espn and all that and there was a simulcast but it was just on on ABC, and his the argument they said was it was a lost leader, but it helped their primetime ratings and it helped the whole network ratings. So that's why they they were willing to take the hit because it helped everything else. The question becomes like for basketball, if you're TNT, does this help? And maybe it will. Does this continue to help the wrestling that you have and all these other properties that you have on TNT? Uh, you know, ESPN is going to do it no matter what because they need programming. So it'll be interesting though. Yeah, uh, I guess, I, guess I, I, I go NBA because they're so over the top. Like the other sports leagues are a little bit. We'll see what the NFL, you know, this weekend, how it goes. But but like the NBA, is, they, got, they got symbols on the jerseys. Yeah. Uh, they can't even say we're not being political. It says vote you know, right. on the jersey, which is a political act uh, and, and all this. And, and so I, I'd say the NBA is the most that's in the, in the weeds on this. Yeah, especially because of the international money that comes in from China. Oh yeah, yeah. It, well, yeah. Well, that that's another element that I even really brought up is we've seen how Hollywood we've yeah. has kowtowed to China, right? And if 
you know, China says, you know what, we'll let you, we'll let our broad, your broadcast back on. That's actually another interesting thing because if, if the Daryl Morey deal hadn't happened, right, you could make the argument that this activism would not be taking place in the NBA because China would have said we're not going to broadcast uh, games with Black Lives Matter on the court and the jerseys and all that because you know that doesn't fit with our communist agenda here in China, and uh, and so we're not going to do it. And then the NBA would have, uh, they would have, you know. Uh, bowed down, right? They would have yeah. bowed down, taken a knee uh, for China. So that's another. If, if China says, "All right, we'll put the games back on," but you got to do X, Y, and Z. Wow, what would the NBA do? They had all that money, that carrot at the end of the stick. Yeah, that's a, a puzzling thing because obviously you can target Europe. You can go Europe. You can go South America, but a bulk of their money comes from the, from the Chinese. Yeah, and, that's true. You know, if imagine if the NBA took a stand against the China. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Lee in Phoenix writes and he says, "When uh, you go to Costco, do people ask for pictures?" <laughs> yes, all the time, Lee, all the time. Although not as much since they got rid of the samples. Eric in Binghamton. That's good to know. Lee's still out. Lee's an old overnight caller, but he moved to the dreaded day shift. Eric in Binghamton, New York, writes and he says. Being that he is west of the 405, does David believe in going to your beloved Costco? Uh, Gascon, are you a Costco guy? Yeah, I mean, they have the cheapest gas that I can get here in, in Southern California. That I think is true. Like, it's tough, especially, like, you know, drive if you drive anywhere near the 405, especially LAX, you're getting raped on gas. Yes, all those <laughs> rental car places, yes. although no one's renting cars now, but they still have the price of gas obscene. Yeah, they're usually at least a dollar, maybe even like a dollar fifty more than anywhere else, like inner city. But Costco's the shit, and the sample samples are great no matter where you go. I, I've had the pizza, which is good, but I, I don't go anywhere else out because you don't you do like corn dogs and hot dogs too, Ben. No, they don't have corn dogs. They have hot dogs. I do my my big order would be the hot dog. I'd get the slice of the cheese pizza and then I'd get the berry sundae. Oh. And that was that's the perfect meal. But the, the 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 veteran move at Costco, you order the hot dog and the pizza. You yeah. then go back in line or to the kiosk and order the berry sundae cuz you don't want it to melt. Yeah. You don't want it to melt while you're eating the pizza and the hot dog. And some people just eat it all together, but I like to have it as my dessert. At the very end. Yeah. And I'm jealous because, like, Costco, I know we've had listeners in, in Vancouver that have sent me photos of the food court at Costco, and they have chicken fingers. There's a place, I, I think it's in uh, Toronto, the Costco in Toronto has poutine. Oh, man. Yeah. Sign imagine getting, Yeah, right? Yes. I could, oh. I could imagine a Costco in Vancouver or Toronto looking like a Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I want to go to Vancouver and Toronto, not to see those cities, which are beautiful, just to experience <laughs> Costco poutine and Costco chicken fingers. Oh, man. That's a game changer. Yeah. I, I might not eat anywhere else. That might be the only place I eat. That would be my, my restaurant. Hey, Morning, least, noon, and night. At least you know it'd be on a, on a good quality budget. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Cost effective. I tell my my dad's on a budget. You know, he's retired and he's got he's got no money or whatever because of what happened. But uh, I always tell him, I said, go to Costco, buy a a large pizza, and because he didn't eat that much, you know, yep. the older guy now, and uh, he, he, that thing will last like four days. <laughs> you know, there's just so many pieces of pizza there. You just eat that thing for four days, yeah. get four meals out of it, 
Uh, you save yourself a bunch of money. Uh, Matt from Dallas, Dallas-Fort Worth, says, since I only recently learned that there is a black national anthem, I am wondering if there's a Maller national anthem. All right, Matt, this is a great question. So um, the answer is yes, although not official. So a couple years back, several P1s, Brigadier Generals, uh, Rod, the ambassador of Bakersfield, and uh, I think it was Tammy in Montana, they teamed up and made a, a really cool song, which unfortunately it was before Roberto was on the show, so like Danny G's part of it, and Roberto doesn't know about anything that happened before Roberto. I love him, but he doesn't know, so he doesn't play any of those sound bites. Everything he plays is from when he joined the show, and that was before Roberto was part of it. So if somebody wrote a song now and included Roberto, then I have a feeling it would get a lot of airplay. Uh, but uh, but that was one. We've had a couple of, of, of songs that were like the Maller National Anthem that was a, a Maller-related show song. Uh, but that's a little gimmick. It's kind of like Adam Sandler doing a Hanukkah song because he knows that'll get played and or, or writing a Christmas song in general. Every holiday, radio stations play nothing but holiday music. And so like if you do a song about people on the radio, they're going to play it, and they're probably going to play it a lot. Mm-hmm. So... Just, just point that little little life hack. Yeah, if you're a struggling musician, uh, Kentucky Tay and Jay write in from Scottsville, Kentucky, and they say first, first off, thanks for referring to my wife and I as a power couple. Uh, Jay says, uh, got so excited, we about crashed our car during the drive. How about that, Gascon? <laughs> <laughs> when did you refer to them as a power couple? Was well, thanks for listening. It was yeah, well, they because the email they send in every week. They're they're almost religiously part of this. Yeah, and uh, here's anyway. So can, can, can they yeah. can, can they bring or can they ship off some some bourbon from their from their parts of town? Are you begging for a freebie, Gascon? Is that what you're doing? You, yes, you wanna, yeah. yes. Okay. I know it's beneath you, but uh, how about a little taste? How about a little something here on the west side. How about some bathtub gym? Uh, bathtub, uh, what do you call it? Moonshine. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had moonshine? Well, yeah, because uh, our guy in Pennsylvania made some. No way. Said, yeah. You, yeah, I have a little left if you want. Oh. You want it? Did you vomit? No. Oh, I actually haven't had it yet because I was going to have it at the holiday party. We didn't get to it. <laughs> it's it's sitting right over here. I have I, It's right in my uh, studio, so I hope. I hope uh, our, our trucker friend uh, appreciates that. I still have it. I haven't uh, partaked in it. I had no idea you I'll, had I'll that. save it for you. I'll okay. save it for you. All right. Yeah. For y- years ago, when we in the early days of Fox Sports Radio, I remember a guy from like Chattanooga, Tennessee, who had this thick Tennessee accent. You know, sounded like the cliche of somebody from Tennessee. Yeah. And he used to tell me, oh, man, I'm going to make you some moonshine. You know, he never did. But but this guy in Pennsylvania did so. Nice. That's uh, I think it was Trucker Joe. Trucker Joe. All right. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, the Tay and Jay question: You're out camping, and you only have one rifle and thirty bullets, or a fishing pole with land full of natural bait. What are you going to choose to use to supply food while stranded? All right. So this is, you only have thirty bullets. But that would seemingly be a more effective way of getting food, right? If you find something you can shoot. But if you miss and you run out of bullets, I'd go fishing. If you have a full natural landscape of bait, I would go fishing. I don't really like seafood. Can you even fish? Yeah, how hard is it? You throw the damn thing in the water and sit there. How hard difficult is that? You're not really athletic. 
How, how the fuck do you have to be athletic as a fisherman? Well, you got to show some balance. You got to have a good cast away. Oh, stop, man. I go to the beach every once in a while. <laughs> I see these people. They're drinking beer, sitting down with their, uh, you know, their big oversized hats on, and they got their fishing rod on the side of the, the dock, and they're not even paying any attention to it. What are you talking about? You nuts? You lost your freaking mind? I might have. Yeah. All right. Uh, Scott, the water boy, writes in from Starks, Mississippi, I believe. He says, or Maine, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Ben Wagner, do you know of any NBA teams in search of a high-quality water distribution engineer? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Gascon, you know any uh, teams that want a uh, water boy? No. No. All right. Uh, sorry, can't help you. Uh, Matt from Tuscaloosa, is Kawhi Leonard the greatest basketball player in the past 10 years? Matt? That's a great question. Check back in about a month. Check back in about a month. If Kawhi Leonard does what he's about to do, the answer is absolutely. I mean, he's right there. Outside of yeah. a outside of a missed free throw against the Miami Heat, he's there. Yeah. He no, is. he to win. If you can win the first championship for Toronto and the Clippers back to back after winning in San Antonio, yeah. he's better than Jordan. The, He's better than LeBron. He's better than all of them. That trumps any of those other accomplishments. Any of those other accomplishments. Kawhi Leonard becomes the face of the NBA, and nobody can disagree with that. If you disagree with that, you're dope. You're dope. You're a moron. You're a boob. It's just unfortunate that he's not charismatic. Like if he was charismatic, this thing would. I think this thing would be full tilt. Kawhi yeah. love affair. Yeah, and he's not good for the gossip part of basketball. He doesn't move the needle with right. anything other than his play. Yeah. Uh, John from Omaha, Nebraska writes in. He says, name a word that begins with F and ends with U-C-K. Can you do that, Gascon? Go ahead. <laughs> no? Fuddruckers. Well, that doesn't really... I know. Right. I just uh, drove by Fuddruckers. There's a nice... Uh, oh, you did? they're still open? I thought they went out of business. They did, but... Uh... <laughs> so how are they still open? There's one. I know there's one in Burbank I used to go to. Yeah, no, there's one in Torrance I drove by. It's closed, but I drove by it. I was like, fuck, I I used to it. love Fuddruckers because I'd go in there as a kid, and they'd have the whole, like, side of cow yes. like, in the butcher shop. And it was, like, the coolest, like, wait a minute. Wait, that's the burger before it gets to your plate. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is that? I was like, you got to be kidding me. I was and like, see, they were, weren't they synonymous with the fat fries? Like, Yeah, they had good. Basket yeah, I, full of fat fries. I really liked Fuddruckers. I yeah. don't know what happened, but they I guess they screwed up financially. They couldn't make it, but I loved it. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, you know, recently, there, there was, up until about a year ago, there was a Sizzler right near me. That's the last Sizzler. I, I, is there any Sizzlers around you? No, there's not. Yeah. yeah. This was like the last one, and it's uh, finally closed up, finally closed up shop uh, and all that. All right, Trucker Joe. We just mentioned him. Trucker Joe in Pennsylvania yeah. writes in. He says, uh, who's on your list for top five comedians? Uh, all right, well, Chuck and Joe, off the top of my head, the greatest of all time for me, the late, great George Carlin. Uh, George Carlin. That's good. Awesome. Um, may he rest in peace, although he didn't believe in that, so he's just, you know, he's a, he was an atheist. But uh, uh, Carlin, uh, Richard Pryor, uh, Seinfeld doing stand-up comedy is great. Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle. Bob Saget's Lou- good. Sag, Louis C.K. Yeah, I know you can't say that because oh, he's a taboo. He did the sex thing. Uh, Louis Black, 
I think he's pretty good, too. I mean, there's a bunch of them. Those are my top five. I Uh, gave you like 10 of them. Under the radar, I don't know if you've watched him at all, but Tom Wilson's really good. And if you don't know who Tom Wilson is out there, Tom Wilson played Biff in Back to the Future. (laughs) He's really fucking good. Yeah. You know who uh, is also, he died years ago. In fact, I think he uh, he took his own life, but he was a great comedian. Richard Jenny. Oh, yeah. Richard Jenny. Yeah. yeah, he's probably been dead for over 10 years, but he I thought he was so good, and I could never figure out why he didn't become bigger. I always laugh my ass off when he, some of his stuff's still on YouTube, but it's uh, Richard Jenny, J-E-N-I, if you have no idea who that guy is, but I thought he was so good, and he never really got that big break and took it to become the... You know the next you know big star. Yeah, Steve, he, Steve yeah. Martin was like that too before he popped. Yeah, Steve Martin's funny. Brody Stevens took his life. He oh yeah, Brody was great. He was a Maller militia guy. Brody. Yeah, and he, he was. Uh, he sent me messages on Twitter. He used to listen to the show all the time. And he was a guy that all the comedians loved because he he was always at the L.A. comedy clubs. They loved him. Everyone loved the guy. He had a great brand. He just unfortunately he was depressed and uh, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see. A few more here. Uh, Ricardo from Fresno. He says, how many Malamobiles have you had and which one uh, is or was your favorite? I've had several, uh, Ricardo. Started out with the Volari, which was my grandfather's car. What color was it? Brown. (laughs) Yeah, brown. Had a bench seat in the back. That's good. Uh, Did you shag back there? Uh, No, no. I, I had a, when I was in high school, I I got my my mom had this idea. She was very paranoid about me driving, so she said, like, "Always got to drive a truck or a van." Okay, because that way, if you get in a wreck, you have a better chance to survive. So so I had this. I got this like old Dodge. I think it was a Dodge van. It had no seats in the back. Gascon, no <laughs> seats in the back, and uh, and it just had you know the two seats in the front. And uh, all the uh, the guys on the football team were like, "I got to borrow your car, Ben. I got to borrow your, you know the whole thing." It was like the most. <laughs> Popular, for some reason I don't know why it was so popular. Gascon, but they loved the idea. And it just had like carpeting in the back. That was it. That's pretty good. And it had like wood paneling on the sides. And uh, I had that. I had an F one fifty. I drove for a long time. Oh, I drove man, that that's one. A gas guzzler, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that was a gas guzzler. Had a Ford Edge that okay. I liked, but that's also a bit of a gas guzz- guzzler. I like the car. I had a electric hybrid thing that I liked until it turned out to be a lemon. Oh. I can't afford a Tesla. I'd like to get one. I can't afford one. Those things I really, are so nice, man. Yeah. I want to wait until, I feel like in the next couple of years, the mileage. I need the mileage to get up. Right now, you can go like 270, I think, on those electric cars. Yeah. On a, a charge. I need it to get up to like 400. Does, and then I'm good. Does the state of California also give you tax credits for driving those electric cars? Uh, yeah. My wife, a, a lot of people she works with have Teslas. And they, they I guess they claim, if it goes like, if the car is like forty five thousand, if you buy it new, yeah, they'll chop ten thousand off or or something like thirty five thousand will be twenty five thousand, something along those lines. So yeah, you get like a bunch of rebates. That's nice. that's one of the reasons some of the stock people are like, well, once once those rebates end, Tesla's going to be in trouble because that's why a lot of people buy the cars because they get you know, thousands of dollars back hmm. in in the, the the benefits. So uh, all right, uh, let's see who else do we have here? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Uh, Kyle from San Antonio, the Alamo, says, uh, which sports league will be the first to re-shut down due to the oh-so-scary pandemic? Uh, I don't know, Pac-12. If they ever start, I'll go to the Pac-12. <laughs> uh, they seem like the biggest scaredy cats out there, so I'll go to the Pac-12, right? 
Yeah, Why not? I was going to say college football, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris in uh, Maricopa, Iowa, uh, he says a farmer needs to get a fox, a chicken, and a bag of grain across the river, but can only take one thing at a time in the boat. How does he do it so nothing gets eaten? All right. Well, I think the obvious answer would just take the bag of grain across, right? No, because then if you no. take one of the other animals over and you oh. go back, they'll eat the grain. Does a fox eat grain? It might open the bag up. Oh, but you know a chicken will. Yes. All right, so then you take the chicken? Yeah, but then you have to worry about the chicken either A, getting away, or the fox eating the chicken. So what's the fucking answer there? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't give the answer. Uh, that's good. Stay tuned for next week. Uh, Chris, that's a follow-up. And then you'll know the rest of the story. The rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say. Gene in Lisbon, Maine, writes in. He says, whatever happened to JT, the Brick, and Tom Looney? Well, Gene, they are part of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association. I think they do a podcast together. We had Looney on, yeah, which uh, no one listened to when he was on our podcast. But we had Looney on. And Looney's doing stuff. I think JT's doing a, a local Raiders radio show in Las Vegas. He's uh, on the Raiders payroll there, I believe. And he's I think he's doing a, a show at Sirius, I think, at night. So he's got some stuff going on. But, uh, yeah, they're still still working, just not at Fox anymore. So they're doing their thing, hustling, hustling in the radio business. Uh, Mark in Ottawa writes in, says, if you could go back in time and become the number one athlete in any sport, which sport would you pick? I think I, we've had this before. I think we've had this before. And you say, well, like baseball player, you know, Yankee star back in the day would be big or quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. One of those things we get all the attention and all the glory and all that. Uh, But I I guess NBA star would be the biggest thing because these NBA guys, it's all about them. So like ahead of everyone. Yeah. I'm just thinking money wise. I mean, money wise, you go baseball. But if you go notoriety, you go football, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, a, a bit, a bit. Uh, that's for sure. All right, we uh, we only have time for a few more. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Uh, what shall we do here? Uh, let's say, uh, boy, oh, boy. All right, uh, Mark and SoCal, name one team in each of the four major sports that should vanish. Uh, all right, baseball, Miami Marlins. No one goes to the games. Uh, uh, done. Uh, NFL. Uh, that's harder, but I you know, get rid of the Houston Texans. Who cares about them? Uh, what, Jacksonville. Nah. Nah. Um, NHL, Ottawa. Oh, you ba- suck. NBA. Canada's only got seven NHL teams. I don't know. Put a team somewhere else then. Uh, Seattle. <laughs> NBA, I don't know, Memphis. How about that? Yeah, that's good. Or Charlotte. Yeah, I like the Hornets logo, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's, uh, that's it, Gascon. We must move on here. We must move on. And uh, we put the baby to bed. Uh, by the way, I, I did do a, a, uh, a cameo for the tomahawk steak that uh, was requested. Yeah. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't actually complete the objective, but that's fine. Well, no, I held up the steak to prove oh, that yeah. the steak has not been you harmed. You can't show a fucking frozen tomahawk steak when the request was to actually barbecue no, it. No, the request was for the steak, and I, I held the steak up oh. to the microphone. I said, a steak is fine. And as I pointed out, 
by not actually cooking the steak, I am elongating the life of the tomahawk steak. So it's a win-win situation. This is not, this is not 1908. This is not the Chicago Cubs. You don't want yeah. the story to continue. All right, all right. Knock it off, knock it off. All right, listen, have a great day today, and uh, we'll see how the ratings go. If the ratings are good, the numbers are good, we'll keep the podcast going eight days a week. If not, we'll just do it seven days a week, and then we'll figure out the rest. But anyway, have a great day. Enjoy the NFL, and we'll catch you next time. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary in indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. 
in the land of saints and sinners from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.